Hello, This Blows My Mind listeners. Welcome to the first episode of This Blows My Mind with a guest host, and it's none other than the documentary show's own Keith Bodela. Of course, we host the documentary show together, and he can be heard on the But You're Wrong podcast, but this is Keith and I discussing the Library of Babel. This Blows My Mind. Uh, this episode of, um, This Blows My Mind is, uh, started as a website that I found, and the website was based on a short story called The Library of Babel, uh, written Babel. by... Babel. Yes, well, some say Babel, mostly English folk, but, um, I say Babel, I will say Babel for the rest of the Does episode. anyone say Bable? I don't think, maybe Spanish people. Okay, like Michael um, Bable, the great singer, sings the standards. I don't think any of that's right. Uh, <laughs> uh, but the author is uh, from Argentina. Uh, the book written in Spanish, his name is Jorge Luis Bo- Borges. Borges? Right? Borges? Borges? I would say Borges, but I don't know. Uh, perhaps. I was so say Argentina. The original title, La Biblioteca de Babet. Okay. Um, so there's that. So the, the, the website... Um, kind of led me to the book, which I have not read. Uh, I couldn't get a copy of it. I requested it from a library. Library let me down. Old school, okay. uh, old school media kind of let me down. But um, I listened to the audiobook of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's very short. I mean, even the audiobook took about twenty minutes. So, oh I, wow, I f- you could read it in like fifteen minutes, like you know, a very short period of time. Um, it's how did really- you? Sorry, how did you find the the um, the audiobook? Uh, I, I listened to it on YouTube. Oh okay, yeah. Wow, there, okay. There's multiple copies of it. there's there's a lot of different um, kind of podcasts and stuff that talk about it and and folks read it. But um, there was an episode on YouTube, so I just kind of listened to that. Cool. Yeah, it was it was really good. I, I don't really want this episode to be a book review of it, but I I think I'll cover kind of the basic of the book yeah. to kind of expand the the conversation. Um, so it's a short story that pretty much covers uh, it sets up the 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 universe. It starts out by talking about this library that the author says is almost interchangeable with the word universe. Like this library, to a certain level, is the universe. This library has uh, hexagonal-shaped rooms. Um, Each room contains, I think it's, I'm going to mess up the the, the numbers here, but a certain number, it has six walls, obviously, it's a hexagon. Mm. Five shelves with a certain number of books. I can't remember how many books... 12, 11, some number. Each book is 410 pages long. Each page is 40 lines. I believe it's 3,200 characters per page. Mm-hmm. Um, a character is a letter, space, comma, or period. What's interesting is, obviously in English, there are 26 letters. So 26 letters plus a space plus a comma plus a period would be 29 possible characters for each space on the page yeah um in the book though he lists he says 25 possible characters so 22 letters a space a comma and a period so they don't do question marks or exclamation points correct which is interesting but yeah because they don't have what letters don't they have in spanish they don't have it's actually it's a whole different language no what's strange is at the spanish that was that he would be writing in has 27 letters 
because it's all the same letters plus an N with a N Y little thing. Um, so they actually had twenty seven letters available. Oh, so what I th- what I what I kind of assume from that is that he's not necessarily he's he's trying not to to tag it as a span. This is a Spanish library or an English library that this is in some other language. Okay, in maybe some other universe or something like okay. that. Okay, um, is kind of how I read it. Have him saying it as twenty two letters with twenty five possible characters. The uh, the kind of the point of or the, the 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 big reveal of this is it's every possible outcome of every possible combination of these characters so most of this library is gibberish just kind of a random assortment of letters um, they don't make any words they don't make any sentences anything like that but if you have eons and years to look through all these random pages, eventually you'll find some words mixed in, uh, just amongst the random gibberish. Even more rare, you'll see a sentence mixed in in the gibberish. Uh, even more th- rare than that, you'll see a full page written, a complete, coherent statement. Uh, and even more rare than that, you'll read, you'll find a complete, coherent book. So because it's every possibility of those combinations... There are every book imaginable in there. And the writer does a really good job of describing it as, uh, of, of kind of painting that picture. So there's all the works of Shakespeare. There's a complete detailed uh, version of your birth, like retelling of your birth. Um, there's a complete retelling of your birth with slight changes, like that your name would be different. Um, there's all of the uh, books of uh, all the religious texts mm-hmm. and commentaries on the religious text and commentaries on the commentaries of religious texts. There's every possible every possibility of a written document is somewhere in this library. Yeah, the part of the, the and and just the thought of that is amazing to me and has a whole lot of implications that you can you can talk about. But the the the, the at least the the story part of the book is told through uh, someone called a librarian. And these librarians are the people that look through the books and almost try and find meaning from them. So there's, there's let's say, endless amount of librarians because this is almost an endless library. And they kind of split into factions. There's some groups called the Purifiers that whenever they find a book that's full of all gibberish will destroy it. Mm-hmm. Um because they're trying to find the book that tells it all. Really, the, the, the goal is that they will find a book, because there are all possibilities of books in this uh, library, there's a book that is an index of how to find things in the library. Yes. So that's, that's kind of the ultimate goal, that there'll be a book that tells everything. They'll be able to make sense of it. Yeah, and there's also a book that explains the meaning of the universe. Um, and that possibly, because this is a timeless library, someone has already found that book. And there's the man of the library that, if they find him, he's this enlightened kind of Buddha figure. Um, so there's that. It's basically an allegory for finding meaning, finding meaning in life. And he even draws conclusions, like draws associations of uh, people reading things like the Bible, like religious texts, and finding meaning from that. And that possibly they're correct, and that there is meaning in this book, or books are their own thing that you can't draw meaning from. Right. Um, obviously, it, the like a book like, I'll say, the Bible is written 
and somebody had a, a, a thought or a retelling or whatever you want to say, a, a, a purpose in writing it, where these are basically random, um, he's kind of, he, he at, at certain points explicitly says there's either a right answer that you, that there is a point to looking at text and drawing meaning from it, or it was just randomly created and there isn't. Um, so it's, it's a, it's a big kind of allegory of God and creation and things like that. And trying to figure it all out. Yeah. Um, but like I said, the, the, the website was a big draw to me because it's an actual, it's not physical, but a digital version of this library. So what, I mean, did you reach out to the website? I didn't go to the website. Okay. So what's the website? So the website is how I originally found it. It's, um, I'll get you the website, the, uh, the, the domain here in a second. It is, it's the first thing that comes up if you Google Library of Babel. It's libraryofbabel.info. And it's basically the catalog. It's, it's the catalog that they've been looking for. It lets you search the way that the, the librarians would have been searching. Saying that um, you, just, you can pick a random page or pick a random book, pick a random room, and just start leafing through. And there's a possibility that you'll be able to find... You could find the book. If you just pick, if you picked a random room and a random shelf and a random book and a random page, that could be the page that describes the universe to you. But chances are it's going to be nonsense. So, okay, so I'm going through it right now. Mm-hmm. Trying to see. Are you going to a random page or? Um, see, none of the. Okay, yeah, so I just got random. So does it just generate it? Like, if I go back to this exact thing, will it be the same thing? Yes. How do they do supposedly that? now? Let me, now this is where people always catch catch me and say and say things that hold me up. You can also instead of going to a random page, search for something, like search for John Oldfield went to Keith Bodela's house. They recorded a podcast on uh, April third, two thousand sixteen. Mm-hmm. You can search for that sentence. Okay, and there is a page in a book that starts with that, and all the rest of the characters in on that page are spaces. So that page only says that. There's also a page that all of the characters are spaces except for the last line that says that. There's also a page that says complete gibberish. Gibberish says that all Z's at the end. There's every possibility. Now what people will say to me is whenever you search that, the website just spits you out nonsense. Yeah. What is supposedly going on, and I have no computer background that I can understand this, but what the the person that created the website uh, says is happening is... It's already it's an algorithm that's created everything. Each letter has been given like a number in base ten, which is translated to base twenty nine because of the twenty nine possibilities, whatever okay. kind of mathematics that go into it. Um, but it does give you a page number in a book on a shelf in a room, and all of that's assigned a number. If I gave you that number, you can go into the search of the website, paste that number in, and that book will come up. Like that page will come up. Okay, so, so each, the guy it, it, is saying the guy is saying that everything is already predetermined of what's where. Okay, it's not being generated as you search for it, but it's not an infinite number. Right, that's the most amazing thing about it to me. The whole story. the The reason is because it's not the website's not an infinite number. Nothing's an infinite. Even the the real library, it's there's not an infinite number of possibilities. Okay. There's a huge number that's almost oh, unimaginable. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's for, for all purposes, you could call it infinite, 
But at the end of the well, let's day, let's say for a minute. Let's say for a minute that that it is infinite. Okay, that's the version of infinite in the story of the library. But the website is not infinite in the same way. Right. But even in the story of the library, it's muddy if it's infinite or not. The the guy that's the person telling the story, the librarian yeah. telling the story, says he likes to think of it as infinite. He knows that there's only so many possibilities. Yeah. But but it's a mind blowing number. But even he says that it's cyclical, and you would. If you were a timeless being from another dimension that traveled through the library, you would see, when you got to the end, you would see the same books again. And they would be in a certain order. And you would see the same book, you would go through again and see the same books again. And there's some kind of order in that. So at some point, there's some, there's, there's some kind of order, even when you're okay. seeing the same books over and over again. So it's, it's like an infinite library. But what I think of it as is like, there is, the, the thing that I always compared it to, was if you give tell me if you if this is if this makes sense to you. Okay. If you give a chimpanzee a typewriter. Oh yeah. In yeah. an infinite amount of time, could he type the works of Shakespeare? Yeah. So yes. So at some point he types the works of Shakespeare. That's not an infinite amount of time. There is some time frame. Yeah. yeah. Like at some point he typed it and it took that long. Yeah. So that's there is no infinite amount of time. But if you gave him that long if you gave him that long to do it, but it's not going to take him an infinite amount of time. To do right. It. Yeah. You would have to get. You would have to say an infinite amount of time because you couldn't say even if it took him ten billion years. Yeah. You couldn't give another chimpanzee the typewriter and say in ten, 10 billion, billion years, years you'll type it. Yeah. You would have to give him an infinite amount of time. But at the end of the day, there is an amount of time that it takes. Yeah. So, it's it can't be infinite because there's an infinite number. There's a a number of possibilities, a huge number. But at the end of the day, you will reach that number at some point. Right. Okay. I think that's super cool. I think that's great. That, like, it, yeah, like yeah. there's like not, but the number is so mind blowing that you can't you can't comprehend. Yeah. How many numbers that is because of how many pages and how many characters and everything. But there is a certain number that you'll eventually hit, but we can't even comprehend yeah, that number. If you were a timeless person, you could look at every page in this library. Yeah. That's cool. That's pretty cool. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Here's here's what I think is cool. Like it's. So, it's to the point where, like, the entire book could all be the letter Z. Yes. Except for one word on one random page that just says, hi. But then, like you were saying, like, so there's an infinite number, or there's a, there's a, a huge number of books related just around this thing. So, like, every two spaces that hi could possibly cover up and everything have everything else be the letter Z mm-hmm. is in there. Yeah. Every combination of it in every possible position of high being in there with the letter X. Yes. And with the letter Z and Q and whatever. And then there's all the ones where it's gibberish, where it's all those it's all the same letters, but like the first letter's A, the second letter's or the first letter and the second volume's B. So yes. and like it's all in there. Yeah. Um so that's yeah, like you can't even it's comprehend. Too big. It's it's not worth even thinking about. Like if you try to even figure out how many versions of high there of a book that just says high, it with it in all the separate places that it could fit, and then have all the other letters be the different characters, that alone would blow your mind. But that's on that website. You can it'll tell you. It'll tell you how many Yeah. That's crazy. I know. <laughs> That's so weird. It's but it's really cool. Here's the other thing. So I was reading a little bit about it too. 
And you were saying that there are like the librarians that are searching for meaning. Sure. In in the books and everything. Yeah, they're and trying kind to of find, the priests. And they're trying to find like truth and everything in it. So if it's every possible combination, every possible um, version where it actually says something. So you have books that tell the truth, but then you have books that contradict that book. Yeah. So you don't know which one is the true is the true one. And then I was like, well, if you find it where it just repeats the fact, but that doesn't mean anything because every version of a book that repeats the fact in the fake one also exists. Yeah. It's all there's no and that's where he says like it's because there's so much because the amount of gibberish in the library is so great, even finding a word in your language, whatever language it is, yeah. is like almost like a revelation. Like you would you can focus around that. I think he says his father, I can't remember, has like three books that are like his books that like are his like kind of Bibles. One of them on one page says MRC the entire page. It's like MRC, MRC, MRC. So like he has some kind of meaning to like MRC, but that's just gibberish. But because he says, it says it a whole bunch of times, like that's almost like a code or something that like, maybe that's like the key to the next book that if you insert MRC, that's unlocks the next code or something like that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's weird that like you can, that's why he says it's hard to decide. It's up to like your personal interpretation of, is this gibberish or is this a hidden meaning? Mm-hmm. And is it maybe maybe it's not gibberish? Maybe it's Portuguese, and you just don't know Portuguese. Yeah, and he, because another reason why, like he says that there's 22 letters at the time of this library being created. Yeah, language could have been completely different than it is now. Yeah, so maybe we just don't understand what the books are saying in the first place. So it's kind of oh yeah, yeah. so it's like. This book was or this library was created by like an ancient race that had a completely different language than what we have now. Right. So our language is like maybe based on them, so we may be able to f- find so a word here too. So when you see a too. word, it's, but the rest might just be gibberish, and it might all make sense. It might all make sense. Yeah. That's What's crazy. up with that? Isn't there isn't there like book burning in there too and stuff? <laughs> yeah, that's the purifiers. They go through. They've he says that they've removed shelves at a time of books, and they're looking for what's called the crimson hexagon which has illustrated books, I guess. And I don't know if they mean illustrations in that they're like, like an illustrated book that's like colorful or with actual pictures in it. But that's like the, the whole, like that's the center of the library. That's like the holy, that's explained it all. That's like the card catalog of the library. Okay. Um, but yeah, the, the purifiers no... are trying to remove the gibberish. But if you think about the gibberish as possibly an ancient language that we don't understand yet, maybe the gibberish is something useful. Yeah. And they're destroying it. They could be destroying the Rosetta Stone. Yeah. So, but there's no order to the library. That we know of. There's no discernible order. Like, it's not like everyone in this room starts with ZY. Correct. Nothing like that. So you could but potentially... But if, if you're a timeless being traveling through, you could see the same books in the same order and maybe... Eventually see, figure out a pattern. You could see a bigger pattern. But you could... So they're looking for a book that explains how the library works. Yeah. But they and it has know, to be in there. And it has to be in there. But, but also a lie it could be in there. They also don't know that it's only one volume because they limit the number of pages too. Sure. So they could eventually find it, but it's like the end of the explanation and they need the beginning. Yeah. So it could be completely something they find without meaning. Right. And burn it. Yeah. Or not. Or who, it's just. Or like they could find it, but like it could drive them crazy because they haven't found the first part yet. Right. 
And they need the first part to find, figure out the rest of it. Yeah, he explains. Or they find out it's like volume 12 and they need the other 11 volumes and they just haven't found it. You'll know, yeah. It's, it, he explains it at one point as, like, you need book A to find, you, there's a possibility you need book A to find book B. But you have book C and you don't know that you need book B to find book C. So, like, it's, you don't know that, you might already have a piece of the puzzle and you don't know it yet. Yeah. That's what you're saying. It's, it's cool. I like it. Um, but so... The, or you could know that you have a piece of the puzzle, but that doesn't help you. But that doesn't help you find the rest of the puzzle. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So well, uh, let me ask you: Do you th- the website that's created? Yeah. I mean, do you believe this is an as a as a theoretical idea? Do you? Does it make sense to you? Yeah. There's so many people that I tried to bring this up to, and they just don't. It's annoying to listen to. There's no point of it. Yeah. But it blows my mind either way. <laughs> um, but it's I, I I find it super interesting that 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 every possibility of your the the future is written somewhere in this. Yeah, I don't know if it necessarily means that it predicts the future, but but the future's in it. All versions of the future are also written. I know. So does that mean that there's free will and any of those are possible answers, or are they just gibberish on a page? Like, is it just gibberish on a page at the end of the day? It's just at the end of the day, it's just words on a page. Because no, there's no like meaning that they're there. There's no discernible meaning that they're there, and if there is, it, truly every version of a book written and so every story told has been told. So the future, the future is in the books, but every so is every other possible one. Right. So. It's just words on a page because any of those things could potentially happen. And, but every version of the past has also been written, so any of those could have happened. So, I mean, you could try and find a book of the future that lines up with what has happened in the past, and that may kind of help you predict the future, or they could be completely different, and it could just be like. This is one possibility of the future, but if a priest finds that book and thinks it's the future and he kills everyone in that book and he thinks it's the future, then he has to kill everyone. Right. So do you think that there is a catalog somewhere? Is there a book that explains how to view it or is it all? There has to be a book or books explaining it. But there has to be because there would be a book there, but then doesn't that mean that it could predict the future? Or is there a book? Is there If you follow the catalog, does it say... Don't worry, it's just nonsense. Like, it's just gibberish. I'm not sure I understand the question. Like, so, there, is there a catalog in there that says, if you're trying to predict the future, this would be the way to find those books? No. Like, what does the catalog tell you then? Is the catalog just the same as the website where you can search? You could basically type something in and it tells you where that would be? I think it's either that or I think it, it explains... Um, it just is just volumes and lists of book and then it gives you where the code of where to find it and it doesn't necessarily tell you like it would be ZZQRQZ whatever the letters are sure um, and then it get, basically gives you the coordinates to find it and then on the next line it just says hunt for October and then it gives you the coordinates for that and the next line is um, are you there God is me Margaret and then just gives you the, the code for it so like it just breaks it down that way and that's all the volume is so is there no point to be like a priest but, or something? But, hang on. Okay. There's also a volume then in there 
That's right. That says, if you're trying to predict the future, this is how to find it. We don't know if it's accurate, though. I know. So, so I get... The, my, my question is, is there, like... Is there a point to be uh, one of these librarians or priests or trying to figure out, what, like, the order of it? Is there a point to having them there? Yeah. Like, I mean, are they are they searching for something they'll never find? Well, then you have to wonder how they got there. Like, that determines the if, if there's a point. They're the librarians. That's what they do. Like, in this in this universe, did, did a god, a, a, a sentient being... Create the library and then create people and librarians to put in it. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't think it's covered. <laughs> well, it might not have been, but like that's the thing. Like, is there a point to them being there? If if an, a sentient being put them in that world, then yes, there's a point to them being in there. Now the point just may be for the sentient being to be like, ah, look at these people trying to find stuff, or it could be a, a, like a bigger picture. I don't know. But if it's like they stumble upon it and they're just looking for it. Not really. There's not really a a great point to it. They're just people that are now looking for meaning. Now, what about this? The closest thing that I know of to the... The closest thing that I know of to the Library of Babel, aside from it being the book and the website, it would be the internet. Okay. Because it's just... It's a near-infinite amount of information the only thing that's different about the internet is for the most part it's not random gibberish it's at least someone's thoughts a book a something yeah but there's a lot of things that haven't been put in there yet right but it is, you're right it is kind of close so it's pretty close so let's say that all the books have been scanned in and digitized and searchable and things like that yeah not obviously which not I think all Google is trying to yeah, do, but yeah. No, obviously not all possible there's not a book that's all spaces except for a Z at the end yeah It'd be a crazy book. No one would buy it. <laughs> no. Um, but let's say a billion years in the future, there's some kind of hard drive that an that a future civilization finds. Yeah. Like, that has our internet. Like Voyager. Yeah. Like yeah. Verger or whatever. Viger. Viger from uh, Star Trek motion picture. Yeah. So let's say eight, eight billion years in the future... There's this hard drive that has everything that our internet has at this moment or in that future where everything's been right, digitized. Right, right. They wouldn't speak English or Chinese or Japanese or anything. So would they Would they just be randomly searching through nonsense? No, because I think, I think what it would come down to is it would seem like nonsense to them, but... If they're if they're more advanced race, like if if they're the equivalent of cavemen, like if if you know, how do I put this? Like if we found a hard drive today that we we're able to hook up, but it was a language that we didn't understand at all, um, maybe we kind of look at it like gibberish. But I think after enough time, we would, or this alien race would start to see a pattern. In, and there are certain patterns to how language works and everything. Um, and I think after they saw those patterns and those certain things repeated, they would start to try and figure out what it said. Right. So they may they may have first interpreted it as gibberish, but if there's an actual pattern to it, they may be able to decipher it. But that's kind of like the um, like hieroglyphs. Oh yeah. I mean, like we would we kind of would know 
like you said, there's repeating patterns. We kind of know that there is a language in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. But until we found something that's like the Rosetta Stone, like a, a, a like a code, like a manual, uh, a catalog to how to figure it out. Yeah, they couldn't really figure it out as much as they would like. Like if if somewhere on that hard drive, they also found like a kid's book that was like, here's an apple and here's this, and mm-hmm. they started to go through and like figure it out. But let's say they got that hard drive and their USB didn't connect the same way that ours do, so. It just gave them random pages, random random pages of information. If they were, yeah, then it would just be gibberish. Then it would be really hard to find a children's book. It would be just as likely that you found a book of in the library of right. Bible. Yeah, because there's so many, it's near infinite. Yeah, yeah. If the if the data didn't transfer over into any kind of discernible pattern, and it was just gibberish. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe instead of you're not surf, searching through like a Google like. Here's the like, headline. Like Here's they the, see, yeah, they see the actual just see words. Text. Like they just see the words in English, then they can figure out a pattern. If it's just like ones and zeros and shit, well, even then they can probably figure yeah. out a pattern. But if it was, if when they transfer the data or whatever, it was corrupted or whatever over time, and it just said complete gibberish, then yeah, they would just see it as complete gibberish. So basically, you're saying that maybe the gibberish has meaning. Yeah, and we just don't oh, yeah. know it yet. What do you mean, we? Like, the librarians. Okay, the librarians, yeah, yeah. I yeah. was like, what kind of gibberish are you talking about? <laughs> no, I don't know. Okay. Um, do but you... I like it, man, and I really like the website, and it's, like, worth playing around with. I might play around with it more. It's really cool. You can search, whatever you search for, it is, it'll tell you how many times it appears in the library. It'll show you a page that it's, it's the first thing on there, and then the rest of spaces, it'll show you. The, one of the really cool ones is, it'll show you where it appears... You know, you'll say you search for a sentence or two. It'll show you where it appears, and all the other books, all the other words on that page are actual English words. They're just random English words. Okay. Like, you'll say, you know, John came over to Keith's house and recorded a podcast, but all the other words on the page are Twitter, couch, picture, mm-hmm. you know, stuff. But we're not 100% sure that... We're not 100% sure... Uh, not 100% sure that it's not doing it in, like, when you put that in. Right. But... If I if you gave me that web like not even web address if you gave me it spits you out like a big copy and paste line of code yeah, almost yeah. if you copy and pasted that send it to me and I plugged it in it would bring me to that same page that you were on oh uh, okay so it's it's like it is there I just don't know how computers work enough to tell you how that works I mean just <laughs> the amount of storage that it would need kind of blows my mind but does is it I mean, text doesn't take up that much. But listen but to if this. If it's supposed to be an actual representation of, but it's not. It's it's it, all he's saving is all he has is a catalog. He's just turning that copy and paste into like it's like binary. Like he's he's turning like that line of code into numbers. Like it is creating it. There isn't like a, a word file of all the fi- of all the pages. It is almost being created like on the fly. It just knows that that set of code means that page. Uh, so like all, okay. all, all yeah, he has yeah, to have yeah, file yeah. spaces for all the lines of code. Okay. Kind of. I don't know how computers work, man. <laughs> so it's it's like... Uh... He does explain it in the website. I just don't okay. get it. So he has like a thing where it's like... show Where he's able to f- have it show him... All the instances of the pages that already have like this and this coordinate, this Maybe. and that coordinate, 
and he kind of breaks it down and then has it go through. Maybe. Okay. I think I, I think I kind of understand it, but but it's cool, man. I don't know. I just like it. I just like the way the way that it it shows you like infinity and just I don't know. I I like I almost like it was the but closest. it's not infinity. It's, I know. It's I, the, you yelled. That's at me what I mean. It's not I said infinity. It, was infinity. it like it shows you like that infinity isn't is infinity is like yeah. finite. It's weird. But it's also kind of like a weird thing where it's like, be careful of like the knowledge that you see because it could be the wrong knowledge. I know. Like, even if you find something, it might not be what you're. It I might think not it's be like the way. A, I think it's like a dunk on Wikipedia, like, cite your sources kind of thing. Like, I think a teacher wrote it. I don't know. Was he a teacher? I don't know. He's probably a professor. Probably. If he's um, coming up with Labber and Babel and shit. But I dig it. And I like Babel because it's like the Tower of Babel is like yeah. a biblical story. I think that's why he named it that. There's the, the Babel fish from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I think this was before that, but yeah. I know, but it's I just like that word and it's yeah. just it, it fits a lot. I like it. Um I had no idea about this. I just it's it's super cool to me. I don't know why. It, it like really it literally cool. blows my mind. Like it's hard to think about. And it's hard to say. Just like all the all the possibilities and all the like yeah. repercussions from it. Like all the stuff that we said is in there. Like the, a whole transcript of this is already there. It's yeah. there. It's in there. It's in a book. Yeah. That's weird. Well, assuming it's the same universe, yeah. No, yeah, you're right because it has every combination ever. So yeah, it has to be in there. Gotta be. You're right. That's weird. They were also trying to connect it to like mul- like other people I was listening to were trying to connect it to like a multiverse. Like that, there's yeah, yeah, all yeah. these universes. I was kind of thinking that a little bit too. And but. it does. It's it's close, but I think a multiverse has even more possibilities. Yeah, yeah. If you're saying that like every possible thing could be different, like there's there's a universe where the where your colors are blue because there's literally an, like there's pretty much an, like so much more than a finite number. We'll see. Let's say that. Let's Cause, let's just work that out a little bit. Go ahead and continue your sentence. So you're in the Library of Babel. There is a specific number of spaces available in each book for the characters to fill. Correct. On the website, there are 29 because of 26 English letters plus the space, comma, and period. In the book, there are 25 because of the 22 letters, space, comma, period. Right. So there's a finite number of thing tools they can use. So there's a finite number of those, and then you. So those are the finite things. But, and I guess on a large, like, if you were to able to break it down, there is a finite number of things that could be different in the multiverse, but it's, like, per second. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a crazy number, because, like, real quick in this room, TV could be different, clock could be different, lamp could be different, you and I could be different, couch colors could be different, this pillow could be different, but that co- pillow could be the same... That blanket could be different, but these pillows could be the same. You could be wearing a different shirt. I could be wearing a different shirt. We could be talking about something else. Like it's infinite. To, it's it's. You'll say infinite because the TV could be an inch bigger. It could be an inch smaller. It could be the same size, but the lamps a different color. There could be a universe where it's an inch bigger like, and the lamps a different color. Literally, there could be an, an infinite number of possibilities. If you actually there's, say there's an infinite number of possibilities, everything else in this room is the same right now. But my beer is turned like that. Right. And there's one where it's. Even less of a It's term. like... Uh, right. right. It's... So, but... Let's say that we're a f- seventh dimensional being looking down on our... On the yeah. multiverse. And 
maybe to that seventh dimensional being, it's not an now, infinite amount. When you say seventh dimensional, you mean that they have a higher level of understanding of the of the dimensions below them. Is your assumption right? Yes. Okay. It's like us looking at a, an ant going up and going north, south, east, and west. Yeah. On a flat piece of yeah. ground. It's not going up. It's only going in two dimensions. Mm-hmm. Up and straight and up and left and right. So there's a fourth dimensional being looking at us going in three dimensions and saying like, oh, it's only going in three dimensions or fifth, you know, whatever. I don't even understand yeah. what that means. I just said seventh because seventh is like a cool sound. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's a seventh dimensional being looking at, um, at a multiverse and yeah. it can understand it. And maybe it's not, maybe, it, maybe it's as amazed as I am at the Library of Babel. Saying like, wow, the multiverse has so many possibilities, but like at the end of the day, to him, there is still a finite number of possibilities. Yes. The number is un, uh, unimaginably large. Yeah, especially com- even compared it's to the library. It's a giant number. It's a giant number. It's giant, giant. Mm-hmm. It's like Andre the Giant's dad. Wow, that's pretty big. Yeah, it's real big. Um, but maybe to that, as someone t- that's on another level, he can understand that it is a finite number. Okay. It's weird. That's weird. So maybe it's like a multiverse, but like at the end, it's not infinite. Yeah. No, it's not infinite. Nothing's infinite. No, but we just can't comprehend the number that it eventually reaches. Like, I can't even... If you told me there's a a building that's 100 stories tall... Yeah. I don't know what that looks like in my brain. Like, I can imagine it, but I don't know if I'm right. You just have a picture in your head, but you don't know how And if you told me that there's a, 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 a building that's a billion stories tall... No way. Yeah. I can't even... Yeah. I don't even know what that could... Ima- I can't even imagine what that looks like. That'd be like a trillion feet high. I don't know what that means. Oh, yeah, that number, I don't know what that means. I don't know what a trillion feet looks like. I don't know either. So, like, numbers are real big when you get to big numbers. Yeah. <laughs> is the point. I think that's all I got. Is there anything else that blows your mind about the uh, Library of Babel? Uh, um, no. I don't, I don't... I mean, not that I've conceived of yet. Cool. Um... All right. Well, thanks for being my first guest on the uh, This Blows My Mind. Yeah, no this problem. This definitely was the uh, an episode that blew my mind the most of anything I've covered. I had no idea that this existed, so that was kind of cool. Yeah. If nothing else, um, go to the website, libraryofbabble.info, and uh, Google your past, and maybe you'll learn your future. <laughs> I like your closing. That's my, that's my, that's <laughs> that's my closing. That's, that's good. Thanks for listening to This Blows My Mind. Please follow the show's page on Twitter, at This Blows My Mind, for news on future episodes and to reach out with your own show's notes. Also, check out Keith on the documentary show and the But You're Wrong podcast. Next episode here, we're going to have guest host Danny Lockhart from the Watcher Weekly podcast, which I've done plenty of guest hosting for. If you're into comics, comic book movies, anything like that, it's definitely something worth checking out. Uh, We are going to be talking about some of my favorite cults and how I would run a cult of my own.